Hey, people, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit and no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. It's not the end of the world. I ain't going with you. I'm going with child. Hey, fuck you, Palmer! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? Oh, the bullshit! Because the whole world gone crazy! Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down! Hello, and welcome to another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes. I'm joined by my brother Adam over Zoom in America. Hello. Everything going okay over there in the US of A? Uh, no, uh, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's at least it's very pretty. It's snowing at the moment, um, yeah. and um, no coups planning. <laughs> what? No coups. Coup. Uh, n- none that I know of uh, right now, but uh, I'm sure there's one on the way. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, did you see the uh, coup in Myanmar this week? Uh, well, the, at time of recording this week, um, the uh, did you see the video of the woman doing the aerobics thing as the coup was happening in the background? I did not see that. No, but so so so, so there was a there was a military coup in Myanmar, and um, there's this influencer who like does a daily like aerobics video where she does it. I think like on the main drag in, um, is it Yangon, the capital? Anyway, um, I have no idea. No, it's um, Naypyidaw, I think the capital of Myanmar, and and so and she's doing this like aerobics thing, like doing her Jane Fonda workout as like all these tanks <laughs> and vehicles are like driving up in the background oh, to go and like topple the government is really ridiculous yeah. and um i did read has... i did read Izang suki was arrested or captured yeah i mean i i do it is a little bit um i mean we're not covering the coup in myanmar on this but like no. it's it's obviously like there's a very complicated history and they they've recently perpetuated uh genocide against the rohingya muslims <laughs> You what? You just got a message saying you're you're needed. <laughs> uh, yes, like, go go away. Uh, no, a restart tonight. Fuck off. Um, the um, yeah. So that's but then someone did put together a video of uh, the woman doing the aerobics next to Trump, also dancing, and Bernie Sanders sitting in the chair with his mitts. Oh, I think <laughs> so, I did see someone share that on Twitter. I didn't watch that, but like, that yeah, that, that is, yeah, that's the world we so, live in now. So that's that's. So stupid the internet is so stupid i honestly i hate social media um i i find it so dispiriting I, it's so sad that we have to be promoting the podcast through social media and um it's just like i really think this culture is so broken yeah. and awful and reactionary and full of just like but then it, sometimes you do find really really good stuff and stuff that makes you smile on there so you know yeah. um but um yes yeah, so cat I, videos people they're they're good cats are fun yeah we love love the cat videos and uh and actually there's uh i've started uh, following a, an account dedicated to pictures of alligators called gators daily which is very fun um well that's up your street <laughs> right um yeah so there's something for everyone and there's also something for all the evil people in the world um evil. but uh, but we're not talk- we're not here to talk about the internet kids uh we are here to talk about movies uh and it's my turn to recommend something right yeah it is i recommended uh bone tomahawk last time so do you have anything that's on the same wavelength as bone tomahawk or just something that's the complete opposite it's not the complete opposite i mean it is very different uh uh it's certainly a lot shorter um 
so I, I'm recommending, so far, I've not watched very many Egyptian films. In fact, I've only watched one Egyptian film, and that is the film I'm recommending, which is um, uh, Cairo Station, directed by Yusuf Shaheen, um, and uh, from 1958. Uh, and it is a, a very economical one hour and 17 minutes long. Um, and it is absolutely brilliant. Um, the reason I'm recommending it is because at least at time of recording, um, and uh, or at least uh, when I watched it, which was very recently, yes, it has been added to Netflix. Um, and actually, a lot of his films have been added to Netflix. I'm not sure exactly why. I'm probably for um, you know um, the market in that part of the world. Um, but seriously, people, this uh, this guy, um, uh, you know, uh, this 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 um, this this director Yusuf Shaheen has got uh he's got serious chops and and it is um you know these films are very well known in that part of the world but um mm-hmm. I don't think have become that famous elsewhere but this is um uh this is certainly one of the best known of those movies and it is um astonishing and it all takes place at a at the main train station in Cairo hence the name of the movie and it is around um Cairo yes <laughs> Uh, but actually Cairo, not, uh, you know, Tunisia uh, masquerading as Cairo as in, in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, yeah. The, um, you know, the plot uh, centers around um, the, um, the 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 shop that's run by uh, a guy called Mabuli. Um, and he has this um, assistant who he's kind of taken in uh, because he's, um, uh, he's, he's, he's got a, a, um, you know he's dis- he's he is disabled. Uh, he has a bad leg, um, and he's uh, his name is Kanawi, and he's played by the director. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. He's played by. The- <laughs> yeah. We're all very he's happy played- for. Him. Right, shut up. Sorry. Um, he's- <laughs> we can't quote the Big Lebowski every episode. Yeah, Dougie will send us more emails, and it will be bad. Um, yes. So um, uh, Yusuf Shaheen plays Kanawi, and Kanawi is. Um, you know he's disabled. He gets mocked a lot for his uh, his disability. You know, and um, uh, but he is uh, he becomes obsessed with uh, one of the women who lives in the station. There's this group of amazing young women who essentially like steal lemonade from the vendors at the station and run onto trains to sell them there mm-hmm. and make money that way. And they're always being chased around by the police. And they're just this like ragtag bunch of um, ne'er do wells. And um, but they're all just really wonderful. Um, and the leader of this group is called Hanuma, and she's played by Hind Rustam, I can't remember, or Hind Rustam, um, who was um, who's an amazing actress, and I'd never seen her before, obviously, uh, but she was known as the 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 North African Marilyn Monroe, essentially. Oh, wow, um, that's interesting. I would go as I would go as far as to say that actually that she is, I I've, I'm like obsessed with her now. She is incredible and and like astonishingly. Um, like ravishing to look at and just like a great actress and just full of like life and um, sensuality and just like for a film of the 1950s, the late 1950s and for a film from what I've always assumed to be quite a conservative society or at least I would have assumed then was quite conservative. Okay, and as the cops are coming. Yeah, no, it's a fire engine, sorry. Just in case you you hear like uh, the audio or something like that. the, uh, yeah, so she's like, I'm assuming, you know, from quite a conservative place. I mean, but but she is just like, I mean, this is her performance is more sensual and more like um, erotic than I think anything I've seen in any film from anywhere else 
from like the late fifties. Um, cool. It, it's quite astonishing and and done without like you know the the bond levels of like you know putting people in bikinis and stuff like it's it's really it's just it's all in the performance she's just incredible and um and Kanawi becomes obsessed with her she's engaged to be married to um uh, uh Abu Siri who's played by Farid Shauki and um he's kind of like the leading man in the film and he's interesting because he's trying to like unionize mm -hmm. uh, all the people in the station so there's like a sort of political angle going on and so the story unfolds that it's, it's essentially a bit of a tragedy where Kanawi's obsession grows into um uh you know a kind of a murderous obsession um and um and so, you know, it, the situation goes from being sort of gently humorous to being actually very dangerous. All the while, there's this sort of unfolding question of like labor rights and so on. And, you know, in an hour and 20 minutes, you just get this journey um, through, um, you know, and all using this one location. Um, and and it just is really interesting because, you know, they have, um, you know, at one point there's like a bit where there's like rock and roll music is being played and you see this sort of tension between the old and the new and you see... Um, because the passengers coming into this train station, there are some who are like very conservative and wearing, you know, traditional garb and others who are like dressed like um, uh, kids now and, you know, or, or like modern kids in the in the, in the the 50s and, yeah. and early 60s, you know, rock and rollers or whatever you want to call them. And, um, you know, there's stuff about, there's this really interesting subplot about a couple who um, are in love but can't be together and who... Um, you know, have to sort of, there's this very poignant uh, moment where they have to say goodbye at the train station, but they can't actually like say goodbye to each other. And it's just, um, it's incredibly moving and, and interesting and looks at like, I want to learn more about like, what was the, what were the politics of Egypt at this time as regards to like sexual freedom and youth culture mm. and stuff. And like, how has that shifted since? And, you know, um, it just seems to ask a lot of questions. And I think it was quite, um, I think it was quite controversial and I think probably would still be considered so. Um, and um, I just think that he has, he says so much in, in this hour and 20 minute, noir um for one of a better genre i mean it's not really it there's I, it has you could noir even qualities. It like, yeah you could sort of say it's like it has a it has also a little bit of like neorealism and um so a bit like uh, the italian it neorealism. it feels very familiar certainly in terms of style to other stuff that's being made in this like 15 year period from like the late 40s to the early 60s yeah. uh, it's black and white cinematography is gorgeous um the acting's all really really good um is it very and, um, minimalist in its dialogue or is it quite dialogue heavy uh no there's there's good dialogue i mean is it's it's not um there are certain scenes where that, that really play on um wordlessness and and stuff but it's very dialogue driven yeah um and uh you know arabic's a beautiful language to listen mm. to and um it's um yeah, it is just um it's it's a really just a, a delightful way to spend time um you know, with a film, I, I I don't know of many other films I've watched recently that have made that kind of a lasting impact. And so I think while it's on Netflix, go and watch it because I haven't seen it anywhere else. I'm sure that I mean, it's a very famous film in Egypt, in that part of the world. It's a famous film among enthusiasts. Um, you know, it makes I think in um, the story of film, Mark Cousins devotes a lot of time to Yusuf Shaheen, but um, it still is. Um, 
when films like this kind of come across your your radar, you should pounce on them. So I don't know if it's on Netflix in Europe, but it definitely is here. Um, so if you're listening, yeah. Americans, go watch Cairo Station. No, I think it might be on Netflix here because I've been looking at like the classic section and they do have a lot of those movies from, I assume, Egypt or in the Middle East and that part of the world. So I might check and see if it's actually here and give it a watch because it sounds like a really interesting movie. Yeah, you should. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's a shame sometimes when these movies that have such a great impact and they come from, you know, all walks of life. And sometimes they it's nice work. People like Scorsese, he like, you know, restores and keeps films and, you know, people can see them for years. But often like it's sad sometimes when, you know, it's, you know, you can't get a hold of them again. And so it's nice that places like Netflix or like movie or something like that, they always put out like all these movies that are really hard to get a hold of because, of course, you know, dvds kind of maybe go out of stock or something so it's you know it's not i think that's great that we, we yeah we, making we, making stuff available is yeah the best thing we can do I and mean, it is sad that so many films are lost i mean films from the silent era for example um so you know you can't take them for granted and um yeah, exactly. so that's you know and it's I, I do think it's a one of those when you have the chance watch good movies i mean it's so tempting i'm one of those people who will when faced with um, what rewatching an old favorite or watching a film that I haven't seen before but has a great reputation, I'm always a little bit drawn to just like play it safe and watch the old favorite. But um, you should embrace new stuff. And, yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I do as well. I mean, I have like whole new films I haven't seen before, so I'm looking forward to watching them. And I have films of world films, uh, foreign films from world cinema that I haven't watched yet, and I'm looking forward to watching them. Like I'm just just I like collecting all these kind of different kinds of films. I mean, I know you do. Um, yeah. I've seen I've seen your apartment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Cairo Station by Yusuf Shahin is uh, sorry, Yusuf Shahin is um, is my uh, uh, is my recommendation. It is one of the most um, heartfelt recommendations I think I've made in this sequence, and I think um, it is well worth an hour and twenty minutes of your time. Sounds really good. I really like the sound of this movie. I'm going to definitely see if it's on Netflix here. Well, that concludes another episode of uh, Holmes Movies Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, yeah, do check back with us next time to see what I will be recommending. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other places that will be adding the link tree link so you can check us out there. Uh, do you want anything to plug? Anything like that? Well, it's February, um, and so it's uh, you know it's Black History Month. Uh, yes, February the twenty third is the hundred and fifty third birthday of W. E. B. Du Bois. I work at the Du Bois Center at UMass Amherst, and we are asking you to check us out on social media, follow us, and uh, if you really feel like it, donate uh, to the center. So Anders can put our website in the show notes, and you should follow us on Twitter and stuff as yeah, well. I'll add the uh, Twitter uh, as we saw last year. There is still a lot of work to do. Uh, to uh, you know, combat systemic racism and inequality in America and beyond. That's true. Well, nothing more to be anyway, said. Nothing more to add. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Uh, stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't be a cunt. Bye.